0: Let's go! Dermot and Dave. <laughs> Maria, what's on TV? Yeah? This better be good or you are fire
1: With Disney Plus, it's the comeback of this century.
2: Stream the full Monty series now on Disney Plus.
0: Right, Maria Devereaux. It's time to tell us what's on the telly for the weekend. What have you got?
2: Well, it's Glastonbury weekend. Isn't oh, yeah. It? And do you know what? I feel like the the festivals have gotten even bigger since COVID, because I feel like people really appreciate them more.
0: Mm, yeah, because there was a few years there where it just was impossible. There was no possibility of there being a festival, yeah. so now we love them even more.
2: Uh, well, it's on BBC One, obviously, always widely covered. Um, so it starts on Friday. BBC One today, Friday, BBC one and a half ten. Um and they'll just have like bits of everything, bits of everyone. But then on Saturday they'll show like Louis Capaldi and Lizzo.
0: Deadly. And then
2: uh on Saturday BBC two are showing Guns N' Roses. Mm. See, this is
0: how I like to go to festivals. In the comfort of my own home with a cup of tea and perhaps a new honeycomb Yorkie. Those two things. I do not need to be in the
2: field. Yeah, you see, and that's how I feel. Yeah. So Sunday, Elton John will be on BBC One. So I I would envision myself sitting on my couch with my slippers on, watching everyone else like get mucky and, you know. But they're all having the fun. Yeah, but they haven't showered. (laughs) <laughs> like I just can't
0: so they're not, festivals are not built for us Maria it's, just, I don't think they are yes yeah, no. so
2: I like them from the couch this mm. is my favourite Glastonbury yeah oh, did you go to Glastonbury yes I did <laughs> I didn't leave my house <laughs> mind.
1: in my slippers <laughs> so we see Elton John on Sunday
2: Elton John on Sunday on BBC One yeah mm. Guns N' Roses Saturday BBC Two, um, but it'll be like they cover everything. They do lots of interviews weekend. as
0: well, which are really yeah. good. Like they do give you kind of good access to the the acts as well. So definitely worth staying yeah, tune across do, the weekend.
2: They cover it really well, I think, every year. Um, did you know about this Robert Downey Jr. TV show? Have you heard about this? No. So now it's not out until the twenty second. Did you? It was out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That'll tell you where my head is at with, with everything. It's not out
0: until the 22nd of June of 2027, Maria, I think you'll find. That's anyway, what the problem is.
2: It's on Discovery Plus, which I didn't know was a thing until the other night. So we Maria, Ar- Sky, Hanna,
0: Maria, our telly expert, doesn't know what date it is, doesn't know about <laughs> what TV channels are available. Guys,
2: what's my name? <laughs> uh, yeah, we were on... We were looking for something to watch on yeah. Sky the other night and we saw this... Johnny was like, "Oh, there's a documentary you'd love. It's Britney and Jamie. Mm. So it's Britney Spears and her dad. So it's a big documentary about that." And he was like, "Oh, it's on D- Discovery Plus." And I was like, "What even is that? Never even heard of it." And so, uh, and you, the, yes, I have been living under a rock because and, I've been on mat leave for a year.
0: Is it free to subscribe or you have to pay?
2: I think you pay. I don't know anything about it. All right. Okay. So anyway, you went in. So uh, no. So this is where this Robert yeah. Downey Jr. documentary is. Oh, Okay. So uh, it's a TV show. It's called Downey's Dream Cars. And he describes it as a journey of me taking my classic car collection and making them all more eco-friendly. I think from the first episode, you'll see we are a motley crew of oddballs. A lot of really talented people looking at the future of mobility and all that happy stuff.
1: Cool. Well, there is a guy in Ireland that does that, that electrifies classics. Yeah. Um, So people are doing it.
0: Does it not kind of do away with the essence of what the classic car is if you environmentally friendly it like they're not supposed to be a
1: gas guzzling smoke billowing kind of Ugh. Yeah, I think some of the beauty of a classic is that you feel like you're you're in a snapshot of time yeah and that the smell yeah. in the car the sound of the engine the you know, the the things, our lack of things in the car, yeah. the, the sponginess of the seats, all these things kind of add up to the experience that you're going back in time. And that's certainly what I've always loved about them. But yeah, so if I don't so know it's, if, if what it would be like if someone put uh, an electric engine and went... That's oh. it. So imagine you got in and it was like
0: it was wh- like silently whirring you down the street. it' not kind of defeat the purpose. If it
1: didn't break down, I might be quite <laughs> happy. Was, uh, I
2: suppose it depends on how much you use it. Like if you have your classic car because it's nice to look at and you might drive it, you know, once in six months or whatever then maybe not mm. but if you if if you have them to drive around and feel cool in maybe this is the best way yeah
1: it's always that argument like what what's more environmentally friendly you keeping a car you know on the road mm. and looking after it and loving it and driving it every now and again or destroying the car you know letting it just rot or crush it up or whatever and then you know go out and buy a new electric car that's travelled across the world and you've dragged the lithium out of the earth Mm. Do you
0: know know. what this I mean I don't mean to like slag this in any way because I think this is going to be a class TV show but this sounds to me like a network executive went guys we have to do something on the environment led by a celebrity and motoring is really popular, what can we do? Hey, Robert Downey Jr., do you want to take all of your cars and electrify them for <laughs> loads of money? <laughs> Sounds good to me, guys. I just retired as Iron Man. I've got time. So I'd say that's what's happened.
1: Anyway, <laughs> I I, I'm a fan of him and I'm a yeah. fan of classic cars, so that would be cool.
2: But I think you, even though you know you know, he played Iron Man, you do buy into the... well. He's Iron Man. He must know. <laughs> he must know all this, these technology things.
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah, even
2: though he's just acting the
1: He's not Tony Stark. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, well, I believe it. Um, on Netflix then, today there's a documentary called King of Clones, right? right? So I was trying to get my head around what this is about. And I have it to a certain point. Go. So I'll explain it, Go right? Scientist it. called Hwang Woo Suk from Korea mm mm-hmm. Is uh, he studied veterinary science? Did I say that right? Why are you laughing at me?
0: <laughs> Don't mind him. Just focus on me, Maria. Just all ignore the time. him.
2: Uh,
0: so he studied veterinary science. Yeah,
2: and the, the study of animal reproduction. Yeah. And he was responsible for cloning cows and pigs. And he cloned a dog in 2005. And the dog was called, um, what was it? Snuppy the Afghan hound. Right. So he, like, renowned in his field. And then he turned to uh, human embryonic stem cell research and all mm. that. And he claimed to have found a way to do it, which like loads of scientists all around the world have not been able to do. Right. And, and he says, hey, I did it. But then it came out that the eggs that he used belonged to two of his researchers Rather than volunteers, like he said, and then he got in loads of trouble. Oh, I don't really know what he did wrong, but I'm sure you'll find out in if the, you documentary. the documentary. The right? But it's a huge thing. He had it like he lives kind of reclusive. Yeah, he lives in Abu Dhabi now. Like he can't go back to Korea. Like they really don't like him anymore. And so, where did you say this was on Netflix? Netflix. Yeah. Okay. King interesting. Of King of Thrones. Yeah. So it was made by uh, a documentary maker that has like loads of. Um, he has loads of awards and everything, like right. he's really, really renowned. But he, it took him eight, like nine months of emailing this guy.
0: What to get him to agree to, to do it? To get him to
2: agree to it. And he said, like, he gets 50 emails every day from press around the world asking him to do this kind of yeah. a documentary or whatever. Yeah. And he says no to every single one of them. So I don't know why he's zoned in on this guy, but he's given him loads of access.
0: About documentary makers, like, the hardest part of their job is not making the documentary, it's getting the access. Yeah. And they work so hard to do that. So They'll they never get, get it, to brilliant. us, Dave. They'll never. never sell out. I refuse to have a documentary made about me. If anyone wants to make a documentary, me, just drop me a message on Instagram.
2: And then finally then, um, on Sunday on Netflix, we will get Roald Dahl's Matilda, the musical. So this is Alicia oh, yes. Weir from Dublin.
0: The, the Dublin we actress, love yeah. this
2: movie in my house, so that's going to be on repeat, I'd say. it's So it's the musical version. She is phenomenal
0: in it. Can't wait to see it. I
2: can't even say the word she's that good. (laughs) Phenomenal in it. She's brilliant. Um, So that'll be up on Netflix on Sunday if it's uh, something your kids will like.
1: Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am.